0: Hi, hello, fashion lovers. Do you have a burning fashion inquiry?
1: Should you throw out your skinny jeans? Is it worth investing in a pair of tabbies? Or do you have a more personal question? Like, what should I wear on a first date?
0: Ooh, good question. Or or maybe you just slayed a fit and you want to show off. Hey, me and my girl are here with the solutions to all your fashion woes and ready to cheer you on for your fashion wins. So, submit your questions, photos, and voice notes for the chance to have your message featured on the show at IGFpodcast.com. That's IGFpodcast.com. Hey, toes and... Uh Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of It's Giving Fashion. (laughs) I was just talking about your bangs. They are banging today. They look great.
1: Thanks. You know, my eyebrows were not giving today, so I just threw a little bang on top.
0: (laughs) A clever (laughs) solution. I actually put eyebrows on today because... (laughs) <laughs> after we because <laughs> after we started uh, I forgot that we do visual on this as well you know mm-hmm. I, I'd be thinking you know oh it's such a it's an audio format but we also do do visuals of this show and I was yeah. just like oh girl, I need to put a little bit of an eyebrow on. <laughs>
1: Yes, they look lovely. Just filled in my brows a bit.
0: (laughs) Just filled in my brows a bit. Because, you know, the eyebrows are the cleavage of the face. That's what you always say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And speaking of face, and I'm not talking about my iconic weekly show that I hosted at Hydrate Nightclub back in the early 2010s. We're talking about makeup. Today, yes. y'all. Yes. Makeup, one of uh, our favorite things in the whole wide world. I freaking love makeup.
2: Yes.
1: Oh, I can just remember. Remember back when I lived at the Bad Girls Club? That's what we
0: called my old apartment. The beachy um, <laughs> suit. Yes. <laughs> Oh my. Those, were some, Those oh my. were some times. Those
1: were some Those were some messy, messy times.
0: Hold up! Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to interrupt, but I'm just all, like, I know we're about to get into this. So mm. how about we take the quickest of our littlest little breaks, um, have a sip of water, and when we come back, we're going to get into this conversation because I'm ready for this. We'll be right back. We were talking earlier about the good old days. Yes.
1: When I when I used to live in the Bad Girls Club, the BGC, the name of my apartment.
0: BGC.
1: <laughs> and Shay would watch me do my makeup. This is before you really got into drag. But, you know, I'd always go out in a full beat, contour, lashes, matte makeup, matte lipstick. Mm-hmm. That was that was when it was all about the matte face. Matte. Yes, very matte. Now it's about the dewy. But I remember you would sit, we would be in the bathroom and you would just like stare at me and watch me do my makeup and I'd be like, "Um, tosh." Mm-hmm. Like, "Come on." You're like, "I'm just so fascinated." And then you became a world-famous drag queen.
0: <laughs> Girl, it honestly I have always always like before doing drag always loved a watching people do makeup i Mm -hmm. loved watching my mom do her makeup before work or going to church or special events because you know i'm just all like you're paint you're painting on your face yeah i always loved art i loved to draw i loved being creative but i loved the transformative property that it had of putting all of these you know pigments and creams and like um one of my aunts she was an Avon lady oh, um yes. my neighbor across the street she sold Mary Kay she pam Good old uh-huh. Pam.
1: My mom did Mary Kay also.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, and I just have all these fond memories of all these amazing women who embraced and loved makeup and, like, used it to, like, feel more empowered and more like themselves and, like, more yeah. confident. And I've just always enjoyed the process of watching people do their makeup. And then, you know, like, once getting the opportunity to get in into, like, theater. Because, like, okay. I'm sure for you as, like, a little... I mean, there's more opportunities and excuses for you as like a little girl to play around in, yeah. in makeup than for me, sure. like, you know, for little baby drag queens, we have to like do it in private and yes. like sneak in and like steal mom's like makeup and make sure it's like washed off and everything's put back, you know, exactly where it was. Um, <laughs> I girl, I, I, re- <laughs> I remember the first paint that I ever did on my face oh no <laughs> i <laughs> i used my mom so it'd be very similar to any kind of like liquid concealer mm-hmm. i used this concealer as <laughs> a lipstick <laughs> oh no <laughs> i looked like a full-on crack head like Dave Chappelle show. why like, Larry, white, uh, girl. My first drag was Ashy Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, it because it was at my, like, we were living with my grandma at the time, and I remember it was, like, in, like, the little guest bathroom. She was at work, you know, because we were, uh, we had just moved to uh, Illinois from Indiana. And I just remember looking in that mirror and being like, this is not what this is supposed to look like. <laughs> you know? <laughs> this is not what this is supposed oh, to God. be. Uh, but I've come a long way.
2: Yes, it's definitely a learning process.
1: Even just shades and like just formulas have changed so much over the years. And I mean, I would do the same thing. I would steal my mom's makeup and my Mm -hmm. mom's Filipino. And in Filipino culture, it is more ideal to be more like pale and fairer than your actual skin Mm -hmm. tone. So (laughs) uh, you know, I was tan. I was always tan running around in the summertime and everything. Uh And I would steal my mom's foundation, her uh, cream to powder blush, er, er, or foundation. And I would put that on and I would be like a geisha. I would be like so pale. And I would go out (laughs) like that. I thought I was serving. And then then I would use her mauve like lipstick and just, you know, Mm. I looked ridiculous but I was always very fearless when it came to trying new things, like when it came to my hair or my mm. makeup, and you know, I started going to school in like a full beat when I was in like sixth or seventh grade. Eyeliner, everything. And this is back when eyeliner was shit, and it would just like melt oh. all over your face, and I'd have uh. the raccoon eyes. But I didn't care. I did not care because I was like, I'm wearing makeup, you know? So I always had so much fun in makeup. And it ha- it is transformative. My favorite part of, like, a night out is getting ready. That's my oh favorite my part. Yeah,
0: that's the best part.
1: Yeah, when you put on some good music and you dance around and you get pretty. Yes. That is, it's everything. And if your makeup's off, don't you just not feel, like, you want to be out? Yeah. Like.
0: yeah, you're like, baby, don't perceive me. Don't you look at me with yeah. your eyes. I don't even have my face on. What's wrong with you? Stop it. I'm just thinking back to when I was like, I feel like for me, the first times I was allowed to like do makeup and have it feel okay, I was where I was like really given the excuse was theater. Yes. Ugh. Like, I could not wait until we would do those one weekend, that one little weekend of shows, like the little fall play and the spring musical Mm -hmm. and middle school and high school, so I could have a weekend where I could paint my mug and, like, have permission to. Oh It oh. was everything to me, and baby, that the kid like look because, look, the kids were not ready at Indian Trails Middle School or Playfield Central High School because we're talking like 2000 and oh gosh, I want to say like 2004, 2005 because I remember the first time I perceived a highlight and a contour it was on the season finale of America's Next Top Model season three <laughs> and it was Yaya and Eva in the finale when they're coming in holding hands oh. after the fashion show and like I'm not sure if like Miss uh, if Jay Manuel stepped in on the makeup but whoever did Yaya's face they like beat that mug they mm-hmm. went and and I was just so like skirt hold up, wait a minute. Like, I paused that fucking TiVo. I said, hold on. What are they doing here? And I studied that. Girl, when I tell you, what was it? We were doing fucking Bye Bye Birdie and I just played Maude, the man in the ice cream shop. (laughs) In the ice cream shop. Soda shop. But baby, when I tell you, I came out giving Maude the... (laughs) She was, Maude was snatched, snatched. Maude had highlight, Maude had contour, Maude had a blush going, like Maude was snatched. And like the kids were literally, like even the kids at school were like, damn, bitch. Okay. You're like, whoa, whoa, look at that. Maud for the Christ. gods, girl. Maud for the gods. I was, I was serving. They were not ready for that. They were like, "Your face looks so sculpted." Yeah, I was like, mm, just a little, you know, just filled something. In my brow. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, my wait. We have to tell this story because uh, we've already referenced it before. And, like, this is an inside joke for us because literally... I don't even remember where we were going. But, remember. like, this was literally... <laughs> this was literally, like, in the beginnings of, like, me doing drag. Mm-hmm. And so um I really had, had never thought, like... All the, the the my journey in doing makeup had been, you know, to go more and more extreme. Always, mm-hmm. like, change and, like, completely, like, rearrange and, you know, uh, transform my face. So we were getting ready to go somewhere and I just really, like, was feeling like I just wanted, like, a little bit of something on. So <laughs> I was like, oh, um, Tiger, just, like, wait a minute. Let me just, like, hop in the bathroom really quick. And I, and I, I literally went in there with the intention of just, like, putting a little bit of an <laughs> eyebrow on. And baby, would I tell you I was given mod, I came out giving you mod. Child, Tiger was like, girl, what is that? And I thought, I thought it was subtle. I literally, in my heart of hearts, thought I painted so subtle. And I was just all like, what? I just filled in my brows a little bit. be like bitch
1: <laughs> this bitch was sculpted oh my god painted
0: for and also, the back I'm pre- row
1: I'm pretty sure we were late to wherever we were going we were and and, <laughs> and I was like come on Tosh let's go shake a leg and this bitch comes out sculpted looking like Maude god damn <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Jesus. Oh.
1: Makeup has just come such a long way. And, like, I did touch on it earlier. Like, you know, just... The formulas and how they sit on your face throughout the day, the color ranges mm-hmm. is like the biggest I feel like color range is also is always what a company will get read for now when they release like a new line of foundations and stuff, you know absolutely, yeah, and it's and it's like, bitch, you gotta be making it for everybody,
0: yeah, come, let's get r- real for a second. How many versions of beige do we need?
1: (laughs) Well, you need a We want to talk
0: about like range and like you look and like 40 to 50% of their line. Like, no, okay. I won't say 50. Well, some 50, but like when you look at it. And, like, what's on display, you're obviously, you're, you're normally looking at, like, a good 40% of it being, like, really, like, light and beige tones. And then, like, everybody else, every single other POC just got to fight and hope and pray that they land somewhere in there.
1: Seriously. You know? And it's, like, you go from beige to, like, 50 shades of beige to, like, 20 shades of tan,
0: and then you jump to deep, yeah. And that's They might throw a little medium deep in there.
1: Mhm.
0: You know. And that's about it. Might. I mean,
1: it well it has gotten so much better over the years because of the peer pressure of the internet, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. again, peer pressure coming through to being a good thing.
0: It can be <laughs> really really great. I don't know. People were like, "I'm sick of like looking ashy." Like I, I honestly too, and I think like what is like been like a major solution, in and finding balance for a lot of people of color is the makeup trends that apply. You know, kind of brighter concealers, darker contours to kind of like really make everything like sit and like fall where they need to. I feel like drag has definitely had a real major influence in like the amount of makeup that people apply you yeah. know it used to be just so like girl people be doing no makeup makeups with like still like 12 to 15 products on their face you know Hello.
1: <laughs> seriously
0: <laughs> <laughs> no it's so
1: true
0: <laughs> I'm people <laughs> 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 you know? <laughs> just sing. <laughs> There's yeah. a process to this shit.
1: Drag makeup has evolved so much. Think about like even watching like Tu Wang Fu and seeing Ooh! those bitches Ooh, sorry, no I... no contour, just like powder and blush. And yeah, it was rough.
0: Baby, I'm thinking about Wesley Snipes and the shade <laughs> range that was available in the nineties. child I'm like, I wonder what Noxima Jackson would look like with a 2023 glow up.
1: Oh, she would look stunning.
0: Do we know Wesley Snipes, people? Can I paint Wesley Snipes?
1: Oh! Can we make it happen?
0: Can we make it happen? (laughs) We love Sony. Sony knows Wesley Snipes, don't they?
1: (laughs) Probably. Call her
0: up. (laughs) Can you? <laughs> they said we'll try. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, uh, I would love to paint Wesley because, like, uh, first of all, ah, uh, Nagzima. Uh, also, to Wong Fu, love such that a good movie. movie, such a good movie. Bo- oh, because baby, oh my god, because we want to talk about makeup. That opening montage,
1: yes. With, Where uh, is the body? <laughs>
0: girl I was hooked and I'm watching these queens getting drag and they're throwing an old girl and the powder is just like coming off the, the puffs and they're putting on the eyeliner and the foil lash girl that 90s drag though baby I loved it like yes the girls were only using powder but the girls were still going for it I think we need to like also talk about some like amazing makeup masters. Mm, mhm, mm-hmm. Because, okay, we're, we're talking about drag makeup. We're talking about, you know, a lot of what we, we consider to be like corrective, the technical term, corrective makeup styles, which is really just like bringing out the best features like of your face and of your features and highlighting them. And then mm. like contouring and hiding all the things you don't want to look at. <laughs> I feel like we, my, one of my first and early, early, early experiences was seeing the work of both Kevin Aquan and Matthew Anderson. Like those were, you know, incredible makeup artists that we saw doing makeups on Hollywood stars, music videos, supermodels, also Pat McGrath, the queen, the godmother of runway makeup, really putting out some of the most beautiful. Memorable, editorial, lovely, fun makeups that we have ever seen.
1: I just love all the makeup influencers that have come out of it. Yeah, yes. Because, you know, being a biracial woman, I'm half white, half Filipino. My eye space between my brow and my eye is like very small. So when I would see these makeup influencers that would do their thing, it'd be like a beautiful canvas for them. It was so nice to like have different like makeup influencers that looked like me that had my eye shape that I could like follow and get cool ideas from and not look mm-hmm. like an idiot, you know? And it is I mean, representation is important. We know this. Like uh-huh. and it and to see like different face shapes, you know, to see like Like what a contour looks like on a plus size girl or what a contour looks like on a rounded nose, you know, or if I should even contour a rounded nose, you know, and like all these different things. Like the Internet has greatly changed how we view makeup, you know.
0: The Internet has made makeup artistry so accessible.
1: Yes. Yes. You get to
0: you get all these free lessons online. Like. I did not have a drag queen who sat down and taught me. Mm. I had YouTube tutorials in my good old toes. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) we, like, I had to, like, go out and, like, search through the internet. And, like, now there's just, like, this humongous makeup community in which all these artists are so forthcoming and sharing of their process. Because, you know, I guess, you know, amazing makeup artistry was gay kept because people yes. wanted to have that job security. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And for so sure. now it's like people are so open and share their process. And it's kind of launched just like this whole culture of these like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of makeup artists. And it is so cool to see.
1: You know, just going through like the makeup of the decades and seeing like how You know, people were buying makeup in, like, drugstores, you know, or maybe some department stores and stuff, like, kind of only having an access to a certain amount of tools in your toolbox, right? Mm -hmm. Now there's so many different kinds of companies that do makeup, people of color that do makeup,
2: Uh all these
1: different cool techniques that we can do, like, Uh you know, the whole science behind makeup using wet, activated shadows or, like, you You know, know, cool stuff like that. It is just... The world is our oyster when it comes to
0: makeup. I love makeup. I mean, <laughs> um, I, I'm like, well, I'm clearly. sure I've said that a million times already, but I just love it so much. I think about it all the time. It's like, you know, makeup for me, it goes hand in hand with fashion. It yes. really does like communicate. It transforms and it communicates so much like the The way that you present your your face and your visage, like really, mm. helps to say a lot. You know, like when you're doing a bright kind of shimmery dewy makeup versus when you want to throw on a smoky eye and a dark lip. Those are like two mm-hmm. completely different vibes. Those communicate totally. two completely different things, and like that's powerful. And I love that, having that kind of ability to to affect the way that people see and perceive me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I remember when we used to go out like to Berlin and stuff, that's a nightclub in Chicago. I would do my makeup first and see what I was feeling that day and then Mm -hmm. get dressed. You know, and see what went with the look and the hair also, you know? So, yeah, I... I totally agree. And just also thinking about, like, your drag journey and what your makeup used to be until now. It's like the trial and error. Also seeing yes. yourself on seeing yourself on HD television. Ooh. And, <laughs> and, like, the upgrades, the way you have to paint differently for TV versus yeah. stage. You know? Like, all these different things.
0: Child, what? Whose idea was it to do HD? Like, honestly, I, I think HD... <laughs> I think HD is the reason why we have so many filters now. We really weren't living in the world of filters before HD cameras. Beauty does not need to be seen in HD. (laughs)
1: Okay, that's why I love my old. I rem- like what did <laughs> I have before my old iPhone, like my iPhone nine or something. And I was like, when I upgraded my phone, I was like, oh, I miss my nine. Like I yeah, miss that I little like, hazy natural Paris mm, filter they gave me. <laughs> mm, right, <laughs> just blended everything.
0: <laughs> now I gotta like log on Face App and like throw it through a million filters just to make it look like an old school camera. Because I'm just all like, baby, you you too up close to personal. <laughs> I don't know who got... I did not consent to you (laughs) getting all up in it like that.
1: Seriously. (laughs) I really love where makeup has come in the 2020s. I feel like everyone's individual style... I feel like going through a pandemic, our grasp on makeup has changed. You know, it Mm -hmm. went from before the pandemic it was all about heavy contours baking brows thick brows and after the pandemic i feel like people have way more fun with makeup and are more individualistic and are about like their expression more and minimalism too i mean definitely we'll see the full beat and it's gorgeous and we love it but I'm also loving this approach, this Gen Z approach to minimalist makeup, where it'll be like a fresh, clean face and just like a bold eyeliner, our graphic eyeliner in a fun yeah. color. Love that. And a gloss. Oh, I uh-huh. love that. You know, it's like so cute. And, little gloss. and I'm Just a little lip gloss. And I just remember like, you know, back in our... 20s you know like going out i wouldn't leave the house unless i had a full beat on with a lash Mm -hmm. and everything you know and it just it has changed so much
0: (laughs) i'm like even drag makeup in so many ways like we've seen kind of this trend where it's become more minimalistic where like queens are painting softer um now is that for everybody? No. no. Some of y'all need to be putting a little bit more makeup on. Okay. Yes, I agree. Y'all need to be putting on blush. <laughs> I don't care. I look. I'm not here to gatekeep nothing. I'm not here to. But you need to put on some blush. Yeah. Um <laughs> And this is. I'm, I'm strictly talking to drag queens, you know, um, who are doing these makeup styles. But but believe me when I tell you. <laughs> yeah, baby. You, but you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, a little God. bit more contour too. Just a little bit more, just more dynamic, more yes. dynamic. That's all. Just keep it dynamic. You blend, keep it soft, but also don't forget to keep the face dynamic because you're gonna be lit, <laughs> and if it's not dynamic enough. You can look like a thumb. <laughs> I I see it. But one trend that is not giving that I need to talk about because you know, I just sat here and I champion blush. So I, I I also have to talk about a trend specifically for me that I feel is not giving and it's cold girl makeup where you know it's giving like a you. um oh, a little sickly oh like uh, all this like blush on like you know the nose and like the bridge of the nose like basically like you're putting like blush all over like the middle of your face yes there is a time and a place
1: yes yes i totally agree
0: for me i remember always Seeing this technique used on Bon Bon. Do you remember Bon Bon?
1: You love Bon Bon, the Club Wanna Kid Bon Bon. bon, bon. bon, bon. Yes. Icon.
0: Oh, there was this, there was this Club Kid in Chicago, Bon Bon, and she basically was like this little galactic baby. Um, that would probably uh, be the best way to explain Bon Bon. Seriously, yes. But she always had that little cold girl makeup, you know, like she was this little club baby with like a runny nose, and and we're we're talking about this was like girl going on maybe like ten years ago. Maybe oh. ten eight years ago,
1: <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, wow, wow. yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, i and she would always be in these platforms, like just as tall, and just yeah, I like foot love tall, her.
1: foot tall platforms. Yes.
0: Just the cutest little club kid baby, you know, and 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 in terms of makeup too, like you want to talk about people who really do some makeup, like baby, like the the kids in the club scene, like the club yes. kids, like you know. We're thinking like even back to the the '90s with Michael Alec and then the underground Mm -hmm. scene that we experienced in Chicago, you know, at like Berlin and parties like Queen, where people would really just like turn it up and like the girls would come out stomping in their most elaborate makeup looks. Like that's where people would always just like try the craziest shit.
1: Mm -hmm. And I miss those days. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Those were iconic times. So much
0: glitter. Those were iconic times.
1: Th- that was also the same time that we were kind of having this drag queer renaissance in Chicago. You know,
0: mm-hmm, I-, I mean, mm-hmm. all over the
1: country, I think, but like, really, I feel like Chicago. That was like the pulse.
0: You know, we yeah people were turning it out every really single night. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: Sunday, so much fun. every
0: girl, girl, the the looks. The looks that everyone would turn, like people would not like even like even bother going to Queen unless they were all like, girl, I need to have like a look together. It's got to be like, I got to look sick, thing I got to be painted. I got to have the wig and the look and the face and the shoes. It was a time. It was so good. Right.
1: And those times will forever live on on everyone else's mood boards now because they were truly trendsetters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm curious about your thoughts on clean girl makeup.
1: I mean, I, it, it is so funny because it is like quote unquote clean but they still are wearing like 10 products at least on their face Mm -hmm. and I mean that's probably my go to like if I have to go out and look somewhat presentable I will throw on concealer, powder, a little blush, a little fill in the brow you know and a little mascara Mm. and it goes a long way so I'm definitely team clean girl makeup I mean and we see it everywhere I feel like this is just the universal standard like if I was going on a modeling call or something that is what I would wear you know just a clean mm. face but it's it is like an impossible beauty standard because these girls who are quote-unquote barefaced still are mm-hmm. covered in makeup
2: <laughs> I don't, I'm, not there, I'm not
1: there for that that unrealisticness but
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean clean girl makeup is just it's unavoidable at this point
0: you know i feel like clean girl makeup is just a way of being like, okay, I can put in the effort to make myself look as clean and untouched as possible, but have like my little secret for myself that I actually applied a bit of a beat, you know, to you. What I'm communicating is that to you, this is what I look like with um, nothing on.
1: (laughs) And that's why people are, like, getting catfished. (laughs) Because it's like, for a first date, take them swimming, see what they really look like. And it's like, oh, wow, (laughs) that's so (laughs) rude.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean... If a girl really did a good enough clean girl makeup, she used setting spray. She'll be fine.
1: Oh yeah. Shout out to setting spray. Seriously. What a lifesaver.
0: Shout out <laughs> to setting spray. If y'all, if anybody listening, if anybody under the sound of my voice is not using setting spray, do it. Do it what are you it, it waiting will save for? your life. Honestly, what are you waiting for? I recommend, and and this is literally just like I recommend Urban Decay's All Nighter Setting Spray. Yes, um, I
1: love All Nighter, really and I great. use that. I use that religiously, but for a better price point, actually, Kimchi Chic Beauty. Our girl Kimchi, she has her own makeup line. She has a setting spray. And she always has sales. You get more bang for your buck. I mean, Urban Decay is like, what, $32 a bottle or something. I think
0: Kimchi Chic is like 16 what? Just
1: throwing that out there. Yeah, no, oh her setting spray is sitting fantastic. sitting over here wasting
0: all my time on the the lipsticks and the eyeshadows, and I never even went over and looked at the setting spray.
1: Yes, her setting spray is so Kim's good. Kim's
0: products are good. I mean, I love that we're talking about makeup because, like, look, shout out to Kim she because she really honestly like her makeup, the price point and the quality is so good.
1: Yes, I'm her so concealers. proud of her. I
0: love her products. Like, girl, her yes. highlighters.
1: Yes, bitch. Remember at Atlanta Pride, we were bitch. all rocking that highlighter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, pass the communal highlighter. We all need to glow together. <laughs> oh my god, we were turn, we were Tina Turner out at of Atlanta Pride. And the makeup didn't even budge. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even.
1: Do you budge. remember back? I don't. Maybe it was like theater days, but also like early drag days. We didn't have setting spray. We would use hairspray to set our faces. Oh, like yeah. that couldn't Aquanet have been of all things. Yeah, that couldn't be good for Jeez. anybody. Like inhaling that spray. Yeah.
0: God, I remember before use. I used to use this uh, other, you know, I, I know if it's there, but I use it, it, it. Look, it's a little bit more heavy duty. So I don't think I was, I, I would use Krylon setting spray. And when uh-huh. I tell you that it would make my face feel like stone, like I felt, yes, I felt like Sharon Stone and, ah. uh, Halle Berry's Catwoman where she's taking that toxic face cream that makes her like stone where she's just so like be you lean. makes your face hard as stone <laughs> it was intense I would spray that shit on and be like
1: yeah
0: it was like that Botox was... In the back. actually maybe I need to go back to the. hold on wait a second. <laughs> frozen hold on <laughs>
1: Yeah, but then Krylon. if you did, if you did move your face, you'd have that crack. You'd have that literal oh. face crack.
0: Ooh, remember you that? are so right because I do know. I remember that, and I remember a friend. Uh, yeah, because I remember I had to tell a friend I was like, "Girl, stop using that Krylon because you'd be looking cracked."
1: Yeah, and you don't want to look cracked. You don't want to be Ashy Larry on stage. Look
0: cra- <laughs> 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 but I did when I was six. <laughs> Good old Ashy Larry. Oh my gosh. Jesus. Well, (laughs) look, Tosh. From Ashy Larry all the way back to Ashy Larry, through cut creases, cold girls, and beyond, we have made it (laughs) to the end of yet another episode of It's Giving Fashion. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We will be here every Thursday having fun conversations and kikis, wearing our best bangs and brows to keep (laughs) y'all entertained on all of the things that we love about fashion, friendship, and Fortune 500 companies. (laughs) I was trying to find something to alliterate with with fashion, fun, and friendship. Oh, there we go. I mean, Fortune 500 companies can be fun, but only if you're the CEO making a lot of money under the backbreaking labor of so many people that don't. Anyway, that's for another show. <laughs> good old Toes. oh my gosh we got real there at the end there but you know what that's what fashion front friend, of friendship is all about <laughs> it's about speaking your mind openly and mm. uh, without judgment because um, this is a judgment free zone here mm-hmm. that's a lie yeah we, we do judge <laughs> <laughs> tune in next Thursday to hear more about the people that we judge on It's Giving Fashion. Thank you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Sayonara. You hang up first. You hang up first.
1: No, you hang up first.
0: (laughs) You hang up first. It's Giving Fashion is produced by something else, a Sony Music Entertainment company. The executive producers are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown.
1: Medina Parwana is senior producer, Rob Dozier is producer, and Sunny Balkan is associate producer. This show is engineered by Samantha Gatsik.
0: And Gatsik! (laughs) that's
2: cute